The following is a TPC Network podcast. Hey, Pepin. Yo, 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 yo. Have you read any good, good long books yet? I'm trying, but it's really, really tough. It's hard for me to, like, really get into books, but... Well, you should read them. You don't need to get inside it. Uh, books are for reading. Are you making costumes out of books again? Well, actually, I just I made this lovely dress. Uh, I'm not wearing it currently, but uh, it's actually in my closet, and it's it's absolutely great, fabulous. I guarantee you that I would agree with you. Um, you know what would make it even better is if it was made out of DVD covers. Covers? Yeah. You Wait. know. You know what? I need to know, Nate. What would be better, a dress made out of books or movies? Which is better, books or movies? Uh, I think that uh, um, movies. Nate, we need to talk. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my esteemed colleague, editor-in-chief, and general all-around okay guy, Nate Pepin. How's it going? Well, today, maybe another day you'd be wearing a better shirt, but I don't like that color. Also, we have with us very, very special guests. One of them is Brianne Crawford. How's it going, B? Word up. That's not cool anymore. We also have my favorite guest, my mom. How's it going, mom? Good. (laughs) She's so choked up she can't say anything. I love being your favorite. (laughs) And, uh, well, I'm your favorite child, so I gotta get... (laughs) You're my favorite parent. (laughs) That's a hard hard fight right there. Hard fight right there. I know. Uh, So, um... I, you know, I, I'm posing this question here. Uh, it kind of stemmed from a question that Pepin asked me, and it kind of stemmed from the Stephen King episode. Which is better, books or movies? Um, and I'm. We can talk about you know the general idea of a book versus a movie, and we can also talk about adaptations of movies into books and books into movies because it does happen both ways. And and which is better? I find the question hard because I have a hard time with books. There are some books in, like, I can read audiobooks, you know, read. I think that's technically correct. Did you just say you can read audiobooks? (laughs) Yeah. Like the case to them? Yeah. It's. It's actually nomenclature now, so people find it acceptable to say read with audiobooks. I read all of War and Peace's audio tape, the entire cover. But audiobooks, I can I can do with, and there's some audiobooks I've listened to, and I've also seen the movie of, and the audiobook is usually better because it's more in detailed and it focuses on these critical aspects to these characters, whereas the movie kind of has to leave them out. But then sometimes the movies are better in their own ways, like it does this and this and that, this isn't that better. It gets to the point, and it's not so much just wrong on shit you don't really need to know about. Interesting. Let, let's start with something that most people agree with. A book that is cr- turned into a movie, which is typically better, the book or the, the later movie? Mom, you do an absurd amount of reading. 
um, and you've watched an absurd amount of movies too. So I think I think you're um, a shining example of of somebody who can answer this question very well, very learned <laughs> in movies and books. <laughs> Typically, the book is better. Mm. I like watching the movies because then it gives you a visual to, and like a like the author's visual instead of my own visual. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But of course, the books are almost always better. Mm. Brianne, what's your opinion on that? As far as a, a general consensus, not necessarily, you know, every single um, book or movie. Um, if you have one. I do have an opinion. It's just forming right now. Because um, I was thinking of video games instead of movies. So um, books, I think, are better. Although I do like, back to what I was saying video games better than like the the books on them so tv series i think are a lot better than movies so that's one distinction i'd make if a tv series adapts a book i I think the tv series it may not be better in all the ways but it can get a lot more of the characters across whereas the movie or movies have to dumb everything down they're kind of like 90 percent of the book so is that a, a time issue yeah, it's mostly a time issue, and I think a lot of the most popular TV shows nowadays could have been based on books, like Breaking Bad. Like, there's so much character development involved in each you know episode, each each uh, season, and so on and so forth, where it really allows the characters to shine and kind of uh, develop them fully, so you care about them. Game of Thrones is, is another good one. There's a lot of character development in those, and that's a book adaptation as well. And it, I think it does a pretty good job for the most part of adapting the book. So typically, so so you're saying TV shows, then movies, then books? Yeah, yeah. Well, my preference of uh, wanting to indulge because uh, I find books are very hard to read or listen to. Mm. And is that a, 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 an imagination issue? It's certainly imagination issue because when I read stuff like i can't really like uh picture it in my mind or not very well it's more like uh imagine you're dreaming but you're dreaming about somebody and or some kind of situation but you're not really seeing the picture you just kind of have a vague idea of what's happening oh you, you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. very yes or you try to remember like let's say somebody you know like say christine right and you try to remember christine you have a vague idea of what she looks like in your head like oh she kind of looks like that thing but you don't really have a picture in your head I am so opposite of you. Uh, Tell me. I'm the other way. Like, the second that I read, like, even just a sentence, I've submerged myself in with it, and I've merged, and I've already started some sort of a connection either to the story, the place, or the persons, and I'm there with it. I can see it. Yeah, I I can't do that. Like, uh, (laughs) I read The Hobbit. Well, I was trying to read all the Lord of the Rings book back in the day. Yep. And then uh, I was reading The Hobbit because uh, I'm like, okay, this one's a little bit easier. Let me try this one. And I got about like halfway through and it's like this guy dies and they're all crying. I'm like, who the fuck died? <laughs> and then I'm like, why? who's who's crying? Who the, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is... I, I didn't realize... I didn't know what was going on in the plot. I know there was Gollum. I know there's this uh, <laughs> Goblin King or something. And I, I knew who uh, Bilbo was. That, that's about it. And I think Gandalf was in there somewhere, but uh, I, I didn't know who any of these characters were and why they were crying and who just died. 
Interesting. Do you do you find yourself fragmenting your reading a lot? So it's hard for you to rain, uh, retain a lot of the the information, such as specific characters, or is this even when you're reading like straight through? I think it's yeah. Well, reading straight through and trying to incorporate what I just read into the thing. So let's say I read a character description of like say uh, I don't know Boromir, and this guy's Boromir is a dwarf and. He's got a long beard that's gray with these rings in it or something. And then a uh, paragraph later is talking about how Boromir is doing bloody blah, blah, blah. I can't picture the previous guy. It's not in my memory. It's just it's like, it's just kind of this, this name saying something. If it, like if I said, John was walking up the hill. There's no picture of John there. It's just kind of this ambiguous thing of some guy walking up a hill. Hmm. Whereas, you know, maybe I can eventually incorporate it. So I'm, I'm trying to read Game of Thrones. And I'm using a lot of the characters from the TV series to help me picture what's happening in the book. So I'm trying to, like, put more effort into it. But if, if I didn't know these characters from the show, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that ambiguous John walking up the hill is doing something. Wh- who's this guy? Oh, he kind of does this thing, I think. He did that thing one time and talked to that person. So well, you don't know Boromir from Adam. Who's Adam? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, that was flawless. <laughs> I knew you were gonna give that reaction to. Uh, so, so that that's actually really interesting. That once you've seen something, then you're able to attribute it. But creating that image in your own mind and making it stay is very difficult for you. Um, I I feel like I'm more the opposite as well, closer to to be in that. Sometimes when I read something. I'll almost think that I've have like later on, like years later, say like from a Buick eight, I swear that I saw a movie on from a Buick eight did not read, read the book or the long walk. I swear I saw the movie, but the movie doesn't exist. So I know I didn't see the movie. I know I read the book, but that's how vivid it is in my mind is that things that I remember are, are so real. It's like, I actually saw it to the point where I actually think I saw it, and it doesn't exist, so that's the only way I know I didn't. I've only had that happen to me one time, and that's with, there's a there's a anime or manga out there called Attack on Titan, and I got really into it, and so much so I started, I watched the anime first, and I started reading the manga, and I got like somewhat into it, and then uh, I, I, for some reason I was thinking back, and I'm like, oh, that scene was awesome, I'm going to watch that scene again. So I try to like go on YouTube and start trying to find like the, the fight that happened and stuff, and I couldn't find it. And then I'm like, wait a second, no, th- this happened after this event and this event, and then I realized that uh, it hadn't actually been animated yet, but in my head it was animated. Now, now this is a graphic novel, so there's a, you know, the visual elements already there, and the show kind of takes after the novel very or well, the manga very well, so it, it's primed to be put into that perspective in my mind, but. That's the only instance I've had that, that happening, so I can't. I can relate kind of to that, but not very well. Hmm. Just that one instance. Where do you stand on this, Mom? I'm like you and Bree. I can picture it, and I'm in the story for the most part. Um, sometimes it's hard to separate. <laughs> mm. I don't. Yeah. Very hard. Interesting. Is that so? Is it certain writers that you find that way? Is it everything? Is it certain characters? It's certain writing styles, I guess. Like, mm. Stephen King, of course, is my favorite. Janet Ivanovich is hysterical. Um, recently, I've been reading a lot of 
like they're from like um England and Scotland because they're free on my Kindle and they're actually pretty good but I find myself reading in my head in an English accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Are they using a lot of English phrases? Yeah. Like chap and blimey. Yeah. Bloody. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a Stephen King phrase. No. (laughs) Bloody as in using it as a swear. Bloody hell. Yeah, that. Now, when you read the characters and stuff, like, let's say there's like an aspect that's introduced about them. Like, they first described as like some tall man with a black beard and blah, blah, blah. And then, so you imagine that. And then let's say they add something else to it. Does that, how has that, does that change the picture of you're looking at them? It well, does. Like, funny you mentioned that I was reading a book recently and I had an image of one of the ki- one of the characters in my mind. And then later on, he's described and he didn't look anything like I pictured him. <laughs> yeah. so did you have to go back and reread and be like, oh, well, no. that changes the story? I didn't go that far. I just went, oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> And that's why I don't read like those romances. Those, it's not those a rom- romance. It's not a romance. No, I but, know, but I mean, like oh. for that reason, because I'll like get something, and it's like, oh no, no. I'm so lost right now. What romances? <laughs> Brienne's saying she doesn't read romance novels because she gets an idea of the romance novel guy she would want, and then it ends up being a different guy altogether. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but because like i'm there with it i may not be the person that's doing anything with him or in the relationship but i'm watching it it's just oh so you don't read romance novels and put yourself in the position of the woman you're a voyeur I, i'm sitting like right up like right there with it romance yeah. novel voyeur <laughs> fascinating that is interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm usually the main character. <laughs> I I don't know if I can do that. Like I don't know how to Don't they typically write uh like the women in those novels to be very plain so that you can project yourself on them? I know that was um what they were saying Stephanie Meyer did with uh with the Twilight books. Bella? Yeah, is write her to be very plain Jane, very just a flat character, one-dimensional. That way the girl can project themselves onto her. Same with Fifty Shades of Grey. The character Mm. in that is very uh, amorphous, ambiguous, and just... That's a common trope. That's brilliant. It's also uh, true of, like, a lot of war movies or, like, action movies and stuff. The the main, you know, usually male protagonist is a badass and blah, 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 but he doesn't have much character to him. He's just kind of this this thing person that does incredible things. Mm. <laughs> Brand's like, I really like that that plain Jane character. <laughs> Jeez, I just... <laughs> Wish I could be her. <laughs> I just don't see myself as that plain Jane. Well, no, but like if you ever read a Harlequin romance... It's... Yes, I have. <laughs> we have an episode on that yes actually it's a dating stories episode <laughs> call back but i don't see some of the characters on those are female characters are developed well enough that i can i can see them and i don't self-identify and put myself in their position like mm. definitely not a um 
not not a you know flat across the board that's how it always is mm-hmm. but uh it is a common trope that 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 is what writers will do is okay. is allow the the reader to project themselves onto the character by not developing the character very much just things happen to the character instead of the character doing things tends to be the way that, that things like that go would you say you project yourself onto the character steve or are you more like uh watching it from like afar uh um i i tend to watch it but i'm i'm very good at empathizing so i can feel like what i put my feelings in there but not my personal self if that makes sense so like how would i feel if i was in that situation and was that person Mm. so i put them in me kind of (laughs) harlequin novels great great times putting them in me it sounds like you guys through reading uh we're, we're gonna try to push we're gonna try to push past this to see if it works so it seems like uh you know you said sandy that books were better in general same with b i believe and steven i think you kind of hinted at that i'd probably say it's true as well if i could get into books more but it's so interesting hearing you guys talk about books i'm the minority here but because it sounds like you can get like super into the book and like like almost like you're there and i never really had that experience like it's never like it feels like it's very very vivid in your mind where as it's not really vivid in my mind i mean movies aren't really super vivid to me either but uh they can be occasionally i mean maybe like i said the most vivid experience i've had is with attack on titan but besides that it's not not that that great and that wasn't really a, a book per se either that was a graphic novel so it's kind of a different medium in a way yeah true true. in the same way that like nowadays video games have so many cinematic elements that sometimes they're borderline movies but it's still a different medium to have a video game versus a movie um and i know b hinted earlier at video game you liking the story of a video game or the adaptation of a video game created from a book better than the book itself are there examples? Um, just like um, Sword Art Online, I just didn't get into the actual um, novels or, well, manga that it was. But then I watched the series and I could, I just could identify and I just got sucked into the storyline and I, I made connections. And, um, and then the video game, I could but it was just so we had so much going on at the time that I was like putting myself in that I didn't want to submerge myself because I could feel myself losing control of time and I would literally one second turn it on and then all of a sudden Steve's in the house and like nine or ten hours went by and I it felt like a second to me because I was stuck in this whatever I was doing so I didn't pick it back up because I was afraid of that but on the flip side me horror stuff like that doesn't work except for Silent Hill I actually enjoyed the movie more than I did the video game oh, I know that's I'm a disgusting opinion <laughs> <laughs> We're each entitled to our own. Yeah, you're right. You you have the prerogative of being wrong. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> There's actually a few video games which I have gotten really into. I, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, B and Steve, because uh, there's two games I really got into, like uh, 
I could feel myself in the game. And uh, one I actually played with Steve uh, and also another friend, uh, PT. And th that game is like a horror game. It's like a, actually a demo. It's short for a playable test or something mm, like that. Playable trailer, maybe? Playable trailer. That's what it is. Playable trailer. And it's like, it's, I think it's a Silent Hill or something demo. It was originally going to be for the silent new Silent Hill game that ended up being canceled. Yeah, and the game is in, like, first-person perspective. It's very, very good graphics, and it's like... Uh, I watch people do Let's Plays of this game because it's very good for reactions. It's a very scary kind of trailer and stuff, or playable trailer. But uh, it's like, as soon as I got the, got the controller in my hand and started actually playing, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I, I don't really want to peek around this corner. Now, I've seen, like, six people play this game before, you know, parts of it at least. And I'm still kind of scared. I'm like, oh, shit, shit, what's, oh, 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 oh run, run. And it was strange. Uh, another game I got really invested in, in in was The the Witcher, or The Witcher 3 more specifically. And I think part of it was, uh, like, I actually read all the little mini books in there. They're like, you know, just like two or three pages per book and stuff. Because it added a lot to the world, a lot to the characters. I liked all the characters, and Geralt is kind of like one of these kind of. Uh, he has, he has, a, he's a character, but he doesn't have that much to him. He has bits to him, but in the game, you make all these choices and stuff, and you make the choices yourself. It's not, it's not completely open ended, but it's just choices that you'd probably choose, like between, like, do I kill him? Do I let him go? Do I do this? And I feel like making those choices myself allowed me to kind of really invest myself into the character into, and into the games. And also, I really like the character, so I really wanted to, like, save them. Like, they could kill off anybody they wanted in the game because that's how they, they roll. So there's a few points in the game, like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill this person. And it, it's really kind of like, no, 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 no. Yep. But that, that's another instance of me getting sucked up, sucked into uh, a fictional game. I think games might be a little better avenue f for me than, say, uh film or text so is it the 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 nature of control it's it's not only is it something that you don't have to necessarily picture in your head but you're also able to help dictate the way the story goes which tailors it more towards it's like if you if you were able to like with books i i theorize that a lot of a lot of people like the book better than the movie because the you can use your imagination and kind of you know, the author has an intent of how something is, but you can create it in your mind and your imagination. You're going to create it the way you want it to look, even if uh, the author didn't intentionally didn't intend it to be that specific way. And you can't really do that with movies because it's it's painted in black and white for you or color nowadays. And but with games, you can kind of get back into that in a way, because while the images are locked in place, the choices are what's changing, and it allows you to project your own persona onto it in a in a very different way than you do with books, but being able to, to make it your own similarly. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think it's kind of like that. Uh, also, a good point, I think, is you don't have to like the characters automatically in like, at least The Witcher 3. Because uh, you can choose to be addicted to certain characters. You can choose to let some die, you know, and there's all these relationships, and you don't have to accept how they are necessarily. You can dislike someone, or you can like them. And there's often dialogue options that allow you to have that choice interaction with that person. And also, these interact, you know, whether you like someone or not, and how you treat them will affect you and stuff. So there's more control over that. And it's not like 
some, some games it's like there's this character or movies for instance there's a character that oh yeah this is your your good friend right here and that's just how they are and they can't not be a good friend even if you think they're this incompetent douche that shouldn't be your friend in this game you know you can choose whether you want them to be around mm. you can backstab them if you want it's like it's someone else's reality away from your own. It's like a vacation from your own so you can escape your reality and jump into this other reality. Mm. Escapism is a huge part of, of you know, entertainment in general. Um, and fiction is entertainment by, by nature. That's what it's typically um, intended for. Um, so I, I think that's, a, that's an interesting point to, to bring up that uh, it's not, it's, it's, uh, I, hmm, how to say it? So it's like, it's not just um, your ability to, to create the world in the way that you want it as far as, uh, as like a book imagining it or as in a, um, as in a game uh, being able to, to make decisions, but it's like create, it's like acting out things that otherwise you wouldn't be able to or wouldn't uh, wouldn't find yourself in those situations. It's fulfilling uh, fantasies and, and desires within you that you otherwise wouldn't be able to fulfill. I think that's a very, very good point, and that's actually like a big argument behind... Uh, uh, there's, there's certain figures in psychology who have argued that uh, a lot of mythological and biblical stories and um, just any kind of religious kind of thing there's all these kind of tropes and these tropes are to get you to th kind of think and kind of plan out in your head these kind of say archetypical kind of figures and these paths and actions that you could possibly do and which is a little like vague and everything but you know by reading say about the character of Jesus you're able to then imagine yourself acting in that way through you know empathizing and you can aspire to be more like that character which or you can see another character going down a certain path. So there's often the tragedy stories where, let's say, uh, the character commits some sort of uh, wrong. He goes down this wrong path, and then it's a downward spiral. So you're able to put yourself into that situation where this character, you know, is tempted by something. He bites into temptation, temptation, and then your brain starts simulating that in your own in your in your own world here. Like you start thinking, okay, there's a temptation here. Like maybe it's a I don't know, hookers and blow. And you're like, maybe I should go down this path. <laughs> and then you go down that path, and then you're you're poor and have STDIs and stuff. Why are you gonna keep bringing up my life? And <laughs> hate Peppin. Yo yo. You remember that time that we went? We saw that wrestling show live. Oh yeah, I loved it. It was like in your face, very personal, and it was crazy. I know. I feel the same way, and I feel like now. I really like local stuff. It's just so much better production quality. Mm -mm. And you feel that connection to the people who are you know, taking part in it too. Absolutely. So I was looking around and I found a wrestling promotion that's small time, but they're huge in personality and production value. And it's called Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Innovative Hybrid Wrestling? IHW. Ooh. And where can I find about them? I know you're all over Facebook, you're all over Twitter. Those would be the two places I would suggest looking for innovative hybrid wrestling, Facebook and Twitter. All right, so just go to Facebook and Twitter and just search innovative hybrid wrestling. You got it. All right. So I want to um, I, I head towards the wrap-up at this point um, and, and ask, 
what is you guys's what is everybody's favorite form of media um to experience fiction to experience stories um you know we've talked about today books movies tv shows uh manga graphic novels um video games what 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 do you guys like how do you guys like experiencing these things the best my all-time favorite is books hmm is there there anything specifically about books that that makes you feel that way? What is it about books that sets them apart from any other form of media? Um. Well, there's the imagination a- aspect of it, and there's no noise. Mm. Like with TV, there's noise. You know what I mean? Sometimes Absolutely. it's loud. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like you literally mean like audible noise, not like a background kind of right. stuff confusing you but no like the noise from the tv itself yeah like yeah. like sound yes yeah. and it's pretty hard to distract me when i'm reading huh mm. steve <laughs> yeah no for sure <laughs> uh, b i'm really trying to think but i don't think i have a favorite there's other mediums i like better than i mean there's some mediums i like better than others but i I can, I'm so easy to connect with anything that any medium works for me. How about you, Steve? I want Brianne to come up with a real answer. That <sighs> is a real answer I, I, did, for me. Go, go pick one. I, what, what, would, what medium do you find yourself get the most, have the most ability to get lost in, to completely submerge and lose track of time the most? Gaming. Gaming? Yep. It's, and do you, is there anything specific about gaming that sets it apart from the other mediums? That what what draws you into that more than anything else? It's the physical act of of controlling something. No, I think it's because I can do that just sitting down. Like if you ever just see me spacing out, I'm lost in my head in a story or a world or even a thought that happened throughout the day. So I'm. I'm just lost in this whole different reality in my head. And I guess gaming is the closest thing to doing that, Mm. if that makes sense. For sure, yeah. I mean, gaming is also something that that takes your body and your mind into the game into account at the same time. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that that's got to be it because it's I'm. I'm lost in my head and I'm I'm lost there. I know you're a very tactile person. Um, so I imagine that having the controller and controlling, like using your hands would be a benefit for you versus j- when you're just sitting watching a movie, there's nothing that you, you're physically interacting yeah, with. Yeah, I think you're right. Nathan? Uh, it's hard to say for me because I like video games, but there's only been like one or two video games I've actually like really been into. The Witcher 3 would probably be the main one. I've tried role-playing in like Skyrim. Hard to do. May I introduce Dragon Age to you? Uh, Origins, Dragon Age Origins. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I'm trying not to sink too much time into video games. Fair. Uh, I try to play some from, uh... Some strategy games, like where you try to take over the world and then try to like be a character in that a little bit, do some role playing. But uh, for me, it's probably uh, more like TV series, uh, particularly anime. I mean, there's certain TV shows as well, like uh, Game of Thrones. 
Like Game of Thrones, you start watching, you keep wanting to watch the next episode until like stuff really goes bad, and then you get depressed and uh, need a cigarette. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, a lot of a lot of anime like Death Note and Code Geass and uh, some of these other ones where it's like it's kind of like drama and the episodes each episode is like satisfying but it also has a cliffhanger and you just want to keep watching and you get more and more invested in what's going on in the plot and the characters and the mystery and everything attack on titans like that as well Th- that's what i get really interested in I- I- it's more like the kind of the lore and the uh the plot and the kind of uh different political kind of things going on that that's what i get invested with and um, yeah I'd-, I'd say anime i'm gonna be really specific anime Interesting. I'm not super into anime, by the way. Just just those couple ones I listed. Attack on Titan, Death Note. Code Geass. Code Geass is really good. Check it out. Dragon Ball. <sighs> Elfin Lead. <laughs> Sword Art Online. Uh, that's not his style. Elfin Lead is really beautiful in certain ways and other felt up in other ways. It's it's I don't know. It's too much like naked young girls. That's true. Oh, like that car wash we saw today. That's true. Oh my god, tell him. There was like a car wash for like a a girl's soccer, but it was like middle school girls. They were like 14 years old (laughs) holding a car wash. (laughs) And like, they're like, hey, can we wash your car? I'm like, no, I'm I'm all set. Like, I don't want a bunch of four. And then we drive by the car wash. It's a bunch of 14 year old girls in like tank tops and shorts and one 45 year old man in slacks. <laughs> washing people's cars, oh. and they make you get out of the car and watch them wash it. It's so awkward. Oh, that's creepy. I'm really, I'm really glad that I did not get my car washed today. But they offered you could donate. They did. I should have just donated and not gotten my car washed. <laughs> like here, get put this towards not car washing. <laughs> that could be like a great like undercover Chris Hansen moment. I mean, I don't even like, like, when mm-hmm. high school girls do, like, cheerleaders and stuff do car washes. I think that's creepy. Like, why are 16, 17-year-old girls doing, in skimpy clothes, like, washing cars and shit? That's, that's just sketchy. Yeah. And we say chivalry's dead. Right? <laughs> I raised him right. <laughs> now, if it's, like, college-age girls. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Strike that. <laughs> Actually, Steve, I'm in agreement with you on that. And that's my favorite form of entertainment. Okay. Car wash. I think we're done here. Uh, I would, I'd actually go with movies. Um, I think it's just like, you don't, you don't have to do anything. You can just sit back and turn your mind off completely and just get completely invested. You don't have to use your imagination. You don't have to make any decisions. You don't have to control anything. You don't have to turn any pages. You just sit there and you just watch the thing. And, uh, and a lot of really great directors like Stanley Kubrick use visuals in such a way that it completely can sometimes change how you see things. I know V for Vendetta, that movie is absolutely amazing. The visuals are stunning and the storyline is outstanding. It has a lot to offer. Definitely highly suggest. Did Kubrick do 2001 in Space Oddities? He did indeed. It was kind of funny because I don't think he saw Kubrick before you saw that movie and you came back from this party and 
the movie was just playing in the background and you just started watching the movie and you came back and just started talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you spent like like an hour describing it and everything. It's like it was just beautiful. Like I didn't know what was happening. That was awesome. Yeah, he's an amazing director. Highly suggested. He did The Shining by Stephen King, the one that Stephen King doesn't like. But um I think that's fascinating. Uh we have we have books, video games, TV and movies. We pretty much span the whole the whole breadth. So what I want to do is uh you guys should look us up on Twitter at WNTT1 and we're going to put up there a poll which do you guys like better for entertainment? If you had to pick just one, which would it be of those four? And I want to see who uh, most of society is is alongside. And uh, on Facebook, I want to know, are you guys more like Pepin or more like the us three? Because we all are able to dive into books and Pepin's imagination just isn't capable of handling that in that sense. In the sense of imagining people and then being able to carry that in through the movie. Um, are there other people like Nate or is he one in a million? I'll just add that I have a really short attention span sometimes. Like, it's what easier for me to like listen to a 45-minute lecture on a topic than listen to a five-minute video on a topic or watch that. I could probably learn about it in 45 minutes, but I can pay attention for that long, but not five minutes. Are you like everyone else, or are you like a Pepin? A Pepin? <laughs> Find us on Facebook.com slash We Need to Talk Show. Donate to us on Patreon.com slash... Something. Just look us up. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> type in the name of the show, and we'll, we'll pop you see You see my face and the meter's face, and we're kind of like... Microphones. Mi- microphone. Are we microphones, though? Yeah, we're microphones. In real life? Yes. That's pretty cool. We're microphones talking into people. Talking into <laughs> Man, this just changed all my perception on us. <laughs> this is this is great. I, I think... We need to talk. Hey, Pepin. Hey, Meter. I've been thinking a lot about comic books lately. Do you like comic books? More into manga, but yeah, pretty much. Okay, so there's a great store online. It's called ComicHunter.net. They have comics, they have mangas, they have graphic novels, they have Magic the Gathering. Pretty much anything you can think of that's super nerdy, they have it. That sounds pretty cool, and this is a website I can order from? Absolutely. We may be in America, and they're based out of Moncton, which is in Atlantic Canada, but you can still purchase online. Ooh, and ComicHunter.net? Absolutely. If you ever happen to be in Moncton, you can check out the store. They have Magic the Gathering right there in the store. They have Dungeons and Dragons. They have graphic novels. They have used comic books. Uh, and all things at, at a cheap, cheap price. Definitely suggest checking them out. And Matt Surrett's there, too. Matt Surrett? Absolutely. I definitely suggest checking them out. Where again? ComicHunter.net. ComicHunter.net. Comic Hunter. Where heroes come to play. This has been a TPC Network podcast. For more shows like this, go to tpcnetwork.com slash podcasts. <laughs> that was like one of the worst episode openings I've ever done. Or I don't know, we were one. laughing. <laughs> we were a little perplexed. <laughs> yep. I was trying to get the movies versus books in there. I was just, I was like, you TV. were talking about dresses. <laughs> I think I led us there. But, you know. <laughs> Just, well, let me address this. Do you like books or movies?